This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I'd like to welcome you to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're overcoming fears and battling through our challenges to stand up to any bully we face, both real in our minds, so together we can become bullyproof and live our best kick in life. And for our new listeners, welcome to the show. Our listeners that have listened each and every time, thank you so very much for continuing to come back and listening and share and subscribe and the feedback and the reviews. Awesomeness, awesomeness, awesomeness. I cannot thank you enough. So just a reminder for those that may have forgotten or new listeners, what is bullyproof? Essentially bullyproof is, is having the hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself, to overcome your fears, and stand up to any bully you face, both real and in your mind. I mean, really. And I tell you, that bully in our minds, one in the mirror, the one we see every day, that one that plagues us with limiting beliefs and, our, and thoughts that say we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we can't de- do it, that bully named fear, it's the toughest, meanest bully we'll ever face. It is. And what the show's all about is collectively working together to help each other become bullyproof so we can live that kick in life, that best kick in life. And what's a kick in life? Kick in life is believing your God-given talents to do what you were born to do, to battle through your challenges and get back up each and every time Life knocks you down. So you can find another round. Yeah. I mean, life, there's nothing tougher than life. I mean, as Rocky says, the world ain't all sunshine or rainbows. It's a mean, nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You mean nobody hits as hard as life. And that's true. We're going to get knocked down. Collectively, let's help each other get back up. Fight another round so we can live our best possible life. And the best possible life, not just a good life or even a great life, it's a kicking life. We're cashing checks, taking names, and kicking butt. And I promise you this, I'm going to keep doing everything I possibly can. Keep fighting, keep learning, keep reading, keep surrounding myself with the best motivational, inspirational, Christian, powerful people. Help keep delivering the message to you each and every show, each and every podcast, each and every video blog, each and every speech and presentation I give. So collectively... We can make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And we can do that. When people become bullyproof and live their best kick in life, yeah, manners, discipline, respect, all those core values you hear me talk about, just, I mean, each and every show. It's just what we do at at our martial arts academy. It's just what our instructors do. It's just what I try and do. Now, do I have down days? (laughs) Absolutely. Matter of fact, I'm going to share something kind of personal with you. I've been in a little bit of a funk lately. I know, it's like, what the heck do I have to be in a funk about? I mean, I just moved to Florida. 
family. We're in the Freedom State. It's beautiful, palm trees, sunshine. Of course, it rains every day, but that's <laughs> we're getting used to that. But the beaches are close. The weather is beautiful. Man, oh, man. But the truth is, I've been allowing some negative seeds, weeds, I should say, negative weeds from the media to get planted in my mind. Now, it doesn't mean I'm hiding from what's going on in the world. I believe that uh, Satan's army, what I call the mainstream media, is really taking hold. It really, really is. It's fighting harder than ever. And what does it do? It instills fear. What does fear do? It's like a weed. When a weed is unattended in a garden. It's going to grow, 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 and grow. So collectively, I, I, I need some help too. I need to make sure that I'm inputting the right data. I'm planting the right seeds in my mental garden. And then, of course, enjoying all the beauty that I have, counting my blessings. And I had a great conversation with Tom Ziegler the other day. And Tom is the legendary or son of the legendary Zig Ziegler. He's become a great friend and a great mentor and motivator. And, and you know, I just asked him, I said, man, it seems like I'm a little more of a, a, a funk here that I can't get out of. And I almost like they having this pity party, which I don't like to have. And he just calmly reminded me, look, we all need to make sure that we're filling our tank, filling our mind with the right thoughts, make sure we're surrounding ourselves with the right people. And, and, you know, it was a good reminder to, oh, yeah, I need to listen to some Zig Ziglar. And I did. <laughs> and it was a nice ride of reality reminder. Yeah. And Zig always talks about that uh, you, you don't want to wait till you get low to try and find something motivational and inspirational to empower you. You got to make sure you're planting that daily. Because if you don't, a dormant garden isn't dormant long. Weeds are going to take over. Something's going to fill its space. It's kind of funny. It's uh, going through a quick update on the books here. Going through another edit on uh, Bullyproof. Uh, the journey in Bullyproof is uh, me as a 12-year-old meeting me as Master Grogan 40 years later. And we go on a journey together to become Bullyproof, to live our best kick in life. And that's an example I give about uh, uh, a weed garden, I call it in the book. And it, it, it's all about uh, if you want to plant something positive, First thing you got to do is dig up the weeds, which is a nice reminder of my favorite all-time Ziegler quote, and that is, we are where we are and what we are by what's gone in our minds. We can change where we are and what we are by changing what goes into our minds. Think about that. Yeah. Our, our minds are a collection of everything we've thought of before, everything that's been, in, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, planted and inputted, and uh, inputted, listen to me, input in our minds. It's true. So, but with the books, um, those that are, I guess, of following and have heard the uh, Bullyproof book. We're through another another round of edits, and uh, this is a strong reminder of why you should pay attention, kids out there listening to the show, and do a much, much better job in school than, than I did because now I had to hire a writing coach and countless editors and spent thousands of dollars on getting a book edited, and I probably could have saved myself a ton of money if I'd have done a better job of paying attention in school <laughs> and, and in writing class and listening. So... Take advantage of that while it's free because it gets costly on down the line here. But we've got that book. I've got a, a positive affirmation book for young kids. We're working on that as well. And then also a um, kind of a, we were titling it a guidebook, but it's uh, not a guidebook. We're going to come up with a better, more powerful name for it. But it's essentially a, a book that takes the stories and the positive messages out of the Bullyproof book and uh, uh, kind of removes the narration of the Bullyproof book. So it's all the key strategies, tips, suggestions, and points to uh, help parents, kids, teens, and adults overcome that bully that uh, will, will plant weeds in our mind if we, if we allow it. So 
quick update there. I'll keep you posted. Uh, having our website revamped. So uh, what I want to do with the website is get that set up where our podcast or blogs and the books and updates and everything is in one central location and then establish a, uh, a newsletter that will come out, kind of a monthly newsletter and then a biweekly little blog or video or uh, write-up, just a reminder to help you keep those weeds out of your mental garden. So that's, uh, that's what we're, we're working on in the background here. And uh, I've fallen behind a little bit on the video blogs and uh, Facebook Lives. I did one last week, so if you didn't hear, didn't see that one, check that out. It's about uh, David and Goliath, which is a quick little narrative story. I actually filmed it uh, in my backyard overlooking the pond and the palm trees, which looks pretty fantastic. So check that out and make sure you're following on Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. On uh, It's Grogan's Bullyproof is the hashtag and the username on, uh, what is it, Facebook and Instagram. So check that out. I don't do a whole lot with Twitter. We're probably going to get that ramped up again at some point in time i need to hire somebody from that and uh, get going uh, but my office uh, we got that updated i'll be posting some pictures later on i got my bookshelves together and got uh, uh, the hundreds of books on the shelf alphabetized and looking good and then my wife helped me kind of set up our recording studio here in my office by painting the back wall and putting up our grogan's bullyproof and kicking life banner in the background is which is uh, will be the background of the video blogs and uh, facebook lives unless i decide to do one outside again all right, so there's a quick update. Caught you up on a few things. Uh, hopefully you're, you're still with me. I hope so, I hope so, I hope so. Because I got a great message that another great mentor and friend of mine, Master Chip Townsend, so shout out to Master Chip Townsend who just received his seventh degree black belt um, last week. He's an amazing human being, an amazing martial artist. He helped me break my, me and Austin, break our first baseball bats with our shin bone, doing a kick and... Uh, uh, and a Christian is just an incredible person. And he shared this with me today. And uh, I said, man, you know, this is kind of what I needed to, to uh, kickstart these podcasts and video blogs again. So I thought I'd share this story with you today. And it's the story of, what is it the story of? And it's the title of this episode, episode number 275. And it's the story of the donkey and the tiger. And essentially, don't bully yourself by arguing with a, well, what's another name for a donkey? An ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good reminder to, to me because I was like, gosh darn, here I'm, you know, posting a lot of things about, you know, people waking up, standing up, uh, you know, not falling for the fear of the media, but having the faith in God, but also believing in yourself, believing in your God-given talents, but also believing that God gave you a powerful brain to think for yourself and to use that brain. Don't don't be influenced by the negativity of the of the the devil's workshop, which is what I call the mainstream media. They're powerful. I mean, they really, really are. And a lot of weeds are planted because, well, you know, what do they count on? Fear. Because there's an old saying in the, in the media, if it bleeds, it leads. They want to scare you to death so you keep coming back for more. And once again, you allow those weeds in your mental garden, what's going to stay? Yeah, that's what's going to grow. So on to the show, on with the show, but on with the story. It's a great story. And uh, uh, Master Chip Townsend, as I mentioned, great, great human being. He shared it to me. He goes, uh, uh, think of this story I stumbled across recently. And that's kind of how he titled the, uh, the text he sent me. And he included the whole story. So I'm just going to read the whole story to you because it really it was a nice pop or right hook of reality uh, that, that made me think, yeah, I needed that today. And hopefully this will help you as well. Here's the story. The donkey approaches the tiger and the donkey says to the tiger, hey, just in case you didn't know, this grass is blue. 
The tiger replied, what? No, the grass isn't blue. The grass is green. Can't you see that? Well, before you know it, the discussion became very heated. Back and forth. The donkey saying, oh, the grass is blue. I can't believe you can't see it's blue. And the, do the tiger saying, oh, man, the grass is green. It's always been green. The sky is blue, not the grass. Come on. But they continued to argue. Before you know it, it became extremely heated. So the two of them decided together that they would submit the issue to an arbitrator. And the arbitrator was going to decide on who was right and who was wrong. So they approached the lion, the arbitrator. And they approached the lion on his throne, and the donkey started screaming, Your Highness, isn't it true that the grass is blue? Isn't it? This foolish, this foolish tiger thinks the grass is green. The lion replied to the donkey, If you believe it's true that the grass is blue, then it's blue. The donkey rushed forward to continue. The tiger, the tiger disagrees with me. He contradicts me. He annoys me. Please, your highness, please punish him. The king then declared, the tiger will be punished. And the tiger will remain silent for three days. The donkey jumped up with joy and went on his way, contempt and repeating, the grass is blue, the grass is blue, the grass is blue. I am right. The tiger's wrong. The grass is blue. The grass is blue. Once the donkey was out of sight, the tiger respectfully asked the lion, Your Majesty, why have you punished me? After all, you know the grass is green. The grass has been green since the beginning of time. This is kind of the moral of the story. The, the lion replied, You've known and you've seen that the grass is green. It's always been green. We all know it's green. The tiger then asked, So, Your Highness, why did you punish me? I mean, if the grass is green, you agreed it's green. Why did you agree with the donkey? Why did you say it was blue? And why did you punish me with three days of silence? The lion replied, that has nothing to do with the question on whether the grass is green or blue. The punishment is because it is degrading for a brave, intelligent creature like you to waste time arguing with an ass. And on top of that, you came and bothered me with that question just to validate something that you already knew was true. Wow. Is that a right hook of reality? Think about that. And obviously the moral of the story is the biggest waste of time is arguing with a fool and a fanatic who doesn't care about truth or reality. They only care about victory. Victory in their own mind. Victory that their beliefs and illusions are correct. So here was the point that Chip was trying to make to me, the point that the lion was trying to make with the tiger. Never waste time on discussions that make no sense. There are people who, for all the evidence in the world, all the evidence in the world, and all the evidence presented to them, and all the knowledge and wisdom presented to them, they don't have the ability to understand. That's because they either they don't or they choose not to. Unfortunately, there are so many who are blinded by their ego, blinded by hatred, blinded by resentment. And the only thing they want is to be right, even if they aren't. Wow. Last little point that Chip sent to me. When ignorance screams, intelligence moves on. Woo! How's that, man? Is that a pop in the chops? Is that a right hook of reality? Think about that. And I needed to hear that. I really did. 
We know the grass is green. <laughs> we know that. And unfortunately, and something I, I kind of wrote a few notes as a, as a reminder, so I didn't get distracted. I've been doing that lately. So those that uh, have been following the show for a while, you know, I tend to go off on tangents from time to time. It's my ADD and ADHD and all the other Ds um, that I was never officially diagnosed with, but I'm quite sure I have. But, but now I realize they're my superpowers. So th those, I get that question asked all the time. I'm going off another tangent here. But people will say, man, my kid just uh, has got ADD and ADHD, and they suffer with this and suffer with that. What can I do? And I said, well, I mean, that, that's their superpower. I used to think I, I, it was a curse. I used to be ashamed of it. Now I realize it's what drives me and pushes me to, uh, to, to achieve things that maybe others you know, wouldn't be willing to work toward. But at the same time, you got to be careful because it can and will get out of hand. So uh, what to do about it? Well, one, let, let them get that energy out by getting them away from the device, get them out exercising, moving, getting them outside, and then try and harness them in. But once they start getting all jittery, it's like a cup of water in their mind, kind of a meditation thing. You know, if, you're, if you have a cup of water and you keep pouring water into it, what's going to happen? The water's going to splash all over the place. But their little minds are full, and it's time for them to physically get up and move, pretty much drink that cup of water, and, and then the mind empty that cup, then get them up moving, and then get them back to focusing. So that's uh, kind of like went off on a tangent there. But that, that's how I handle that question every single time I'm asked. you got to get the kids moving. Work it out of them, then they can concentrate and focus. And once they get jittery again and can't focus, get them up, get them moving again. You know, I spent time in Korea, and they had a little system set up in the education system where every 20, 25 minutes they got the kids up, got them active, got them moving. Because, you know, research had, had proven that after 20 minutes, their little minds were full. Their little cups were full. They needed to drink the water, figuratively speaking. They needed to get up and exercise, get something moving in order to empty that cup so they could relearn. So, anyway. <laughs> Circling back around to the story. <laughs> there they see I got a uh, squirrel. Anybody else have that problem? But uh, uh, people are going to believe what they, what they allow to grow in their minds. So if, if they allow weeds from the mainstream media, from the devil's workshop, to continuously plant fear, 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 death, 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 death. You can't do anything. You need to succumb to it. And that's what they're going to believe. And they're going to believe, just like the donkey believed in his own mind, that the grass was blue. It's unfortunate, but it's true. And it all boils down to we can have faith in God or we can believe the fear for man. It's true. And uh, the David Goliath story that I did on a Facebook uh, Live little video blog last week that, that I encourage you to check out on our Facebook page, and it's on our uh, Grogan's Bullyproof Instagram and Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life group and page. All talks about, you know, Goliath, what he did was he, he, he grief-stricken and panicked the uh, Israelites with fear. How'd he do it? He came out for 40 straight days and said, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to cut your head off, you're going to die, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. Well, I mean, anybody says that to you over and 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 over again, man, it's going to plant weeds in that mental garden, or I guess the wrong kind of seeds if you're going to go that route, and you're going to believe it. So we got to dig those weeds up. we got to plant the seeds we want. And the example I give all the time, and it's definitely a big chapter in the book, is you got to plant the seeds that you are the harvest that you want. In other words, if you want strawberries, you have got to plant strawberry seeds. You can't plant onion seeds. You plant onion seeds, what are you going to get? Onions. Yeah. So same thing. You plant negativity day in and day out, every hour of every day. 
my goodness, your mind's going to chew on that negativity, and that's all it's going to produce is more negative thoughts. And here's the thing about your reticular activating system. It's a part of your brain that actually is a filter. Whatever you focus on is going to magnify. So if you focus, focus on fear and death and pandemonium and pandemonium and pandemic and uh, uh, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die, your mind, which is non-biased in any way, is going to go out and search for everything it can that revolves around that. And that's what it's going to focus on. Now, I know that sounds crazy. And the first time I heard it, I thought, what in the world? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm telling you, it's true. Check it out. Reticular activating system. Look it up. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And the, and the average person has anywhere from 80 to 100,000, if you're really hyperactive, maybe 120,000 thoughts a day. Now think about that for a second. My goodness, that is a lot of thoughts. Well, you'd go completely cuckoo if you tried to focus on every single one of those thoughts. But God in his infinite wisdom made our brains or we can't, we don't focus on all those. That part of the brain, the reticular activating system, RAS, acronym, reticular activating system, there you go. What it does is it filters out, it filters out uh, everything that is not what we're, we're, we're constantly thinking about. So in other words, whatever seeds are planted, that's what it's going to focus on. You know, the example I give a lot is if you um, were to buy, uh, ladies, if you were to buy a new dress or a new pair of shoes, and then suddenly... You go someplace and everybody's wearing those shoes or that dress. Well, how's that possible? Because you was you weren't focused on it before. Or guys, if you were having to buy a new vehicle, say it's a blue truck, and you drive that blue truck off the parking lot, now suddenly everywhere you look, there's blue trucks. What the heck? Well, they were always there. You just never focused on it. So you got to be very careful of the seeds uh, we allow planted in our mental garden. And then another part of the story. Uh, I had to get a drink of my. Hot tea, I love hot tea. Shout out to those that drink hot tea out there. I don't drink a whole lot of coffee because uh, I, I definitely don't need it. <laughs> but I do enjoy my hot tea. Helps out. Uh, and I tell you, Florida, going off on another tangent here, helps out uh, with my sinuses and my allergies and all those things. I, I Just the Midwest uh, was a little rough, especially the seasonal change and seasonal depression. But uh, anyway, learning from our history. And that's a huge part. You know, if we, if we don't learn from our history, we're doomed to repeat it. We can learn a lot from our history. We can learn a lot of kind of what went on before. Learn a lot from our mistakes. But here's the biggest right hook of reality. Bang! That we really, 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 and I'm going to say it again, really have to learn from. Man, we got to be willing to, to, to change in order to grow. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I say that repeatedly because it gets on your nerves, but I want it to really sink in. But if we do the same thing over and over and over again, expect a different result, man, that's insane. That is truly insane. Now think about that. Think about maybe something you've continuously done over and over and over again, and somehow, some way, you think it's going to eventually get better. Unfortunately, it's not. You've got to make a change, but it's not easy to change. It wasn't easy for me to pretty much uproot my family, lived there our whole entire life, and moved. But I wanted to change. And I had to be humble enough to say, you know what? God's telling me it's time to move on. You built up an incredible academy. My wife and I and family have worked there. I mean, the business started officially in 1997. But since I was 19 years old, I talked about having a martial arts academy. We built it up. We got great leadership there. It was time for me to step, step aside and let it continue to grow and be humble enough to say, you know what, 
God wants me to do more. He wants me to expand our message on bully proof and kick in life, and life skills, leadership, character development. Now, it's been a little challenging because uh, I'm, 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 wow, I'm in uncharted waters here. But I believe in God's vision for me. Not everybody can see it. And that's another thing for entrepreneurs out there and those that are doing something kind of like you're wowing yourself. Not everybody's going to be able to see your vision. And the reason is God didn't give them the eyes to see your vision. Yeah. But what God did give all of us, our own vision. And most importantly, our own mind to think for ourselves, not to be influenced by others. I always talk about your gut. Your gut is like your sixth sense. It's never going to lie to you. Never. And, of course, we've all went against our gut feeling before. And what ends up happening every single time? Didn't trust our gut. Man, gosh darn, I wish I would have trusted my gut. I wish I would have listened to myself. I wish I wouldn't have been influenced by somebody else. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean we can't have people that encourage us, motivate us, and influence us in a positive way. But man, if that gut's saying, uh-uh, something's not right here, we've got to trust our gut. And when we don't trust our gut, I mean, that's just another way of bullying ourselves. You know, I kind of title this, don't bully yourself by arguing with an ass. <laughs> I mean, come on. And I say that and I laugh because I've done it so often. And, and, and you know, you do it because, man, it's like, gosh darn, why are you allowing this to happen? Why are you bullying yourself? I'm trying to help you. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that some people either don't want to help, they don't want to change, or, or, or as Zig says, Zig would often say, the worst thing you can do for certain people is actually try and help them. Because if you do, and you're in their misery, you're in their problems, then they got nothing to complain about. And certain people enjoy being miserable, as crazy as and insane as that sounds. Why? Because it's what they're comfortable with. And changing is an uncomfortable thing. And there's an old saying, most people are more content with the misery they have now than the possibility of something better later because the devil you know is much more comforting than the devil you don't. Wow, how's that for a right hook reality? Boom! It's true. Back to kind of the story and I, my bullet points I put here. You know, got to be willing to change in order to grow. And here's the biggest one. And uh, those that know our, our black belt principles, I talk about them quite a bit on uh, the show and speeches and presentations. Our number one black belt principle is humility. And it's not a mistake that it's number one. It's number one because that's something I've struggled with my whole life is, is being humble. And, uh, I, and, and the reason for that, I was really, really insecure for a, a good majority of my life. So what do you, how do you make up for insecurities? Try and act cocky and arrogant. You lack humility in every way, shape, or form because you have to try and act tough to put on that false armor is basically what it was for me in order to feel you, you don't want anybody to hurt you because you've been hurt so many times that you, you don't want to appear weak. Now, to me, but lacking humility, lacking the ability to learn and to grow, it's just a signature and a sign of pure weakness. Wow, another pop to the chops. You're like, man, I didn't listen to this show to get beat up. Oh, I'm never going to lie to you, though. I'm being open and transparent. So it's humility. Humility is, is, is being wise enough and strong enough in yourself to learn and grow, to admit you don't know everything. And up until you know 2012, and I share this often, I didn't know I could read. I chose not to read. Yeah. I'm like, uh, at that time I was 42 years old. I'm like, 
What am I going to learn? I'm 42. I've learned everything I'm going to learn. Yeah, no humility. Why? Because I didn't want to admit that I had, I had a very difficult time reading. I wasn't very good at it. Reading comprehension was even worse. But I started surrounding myself with a different group of people. People like Chip Townsend, Hanshi Dave Kovar, to name a few. <laughs> and they introduced me to Zig Ziglar. Well, not personally introduced me, but they mentioned uh, everybody I've talked to these conferences I was going to, they all referenced Zig Ziglar. And I never heard of Zig Ziglar prior to 2012. Since then, my gosh, I've got closing in on 500 books in my Audible account, over 1,100 hours of listening. Think about that. 1,100 and some change hours of listening. I mean, you that's planting the right seeds. And I'm looking right now at my bookshelf. I don't know. I think I probably got close to 400 books on there. Didn't have any of them. Well, I might take that back. I probably had 10 books on my bookshelf prior to then, <laughs> to 2012. It was like, my gosh, that's a lot of money wasted on books. You know what? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a small amount invested in becoming a better person. You know, before that, I didn't have a podcast. I'd never done a video blog before. I was kind of content with just knowing what I knew. So, I mean, it, it, it's a small price to pay. It really, really is. Now, there's a difference between having all the books and actually doing something with them. Yeah, it looks cool on your bookshelf, but if you haven't cracked them open, you haven't taken notes, you haven't read, or you haven't listened to the audible books, <laughs> then, then maybe it is a waste of money. But I, I think it's a great investment, and I strongly encourage you to do that. But back to the story, you got to be humble enough to want to learn, to want to grow, to want to be better. And then another uh, kind of my last point here is just also accepting the fact that maybe some people aren't ready for your message. Some people don't want to change. And as Zig said, you know, if you, if you sometimes the worst thing you can do for somebody is take them out of their misery. I'm not saying put them out of their misery. <laughs> it's take them out of their misery. Because maybe they're not ready to or they're just not humble enough or they fear the unknown. I mean, we all fear the unknown. But that's, that's about what change is. So there you go. Is that a nice pop to the chops and right hook reality? Bang! So back to the moral of the story. Don't bully yourself by arguing with an ass. But also, don't bully yourself by lacking the humility to learn, to grow, to change. And then, of course, guard your mental garden. Guard that baby with literally your life. Don't allow the weeds to creep in there. All right. Good stuff? Yeah? That's uh, went a little while without recording a show there, and I apologize for that. Really no excuse. I was trying to get the podcast equipment set up because uh, usually I just went in the recording studio back in Illinois, but now in Florida I had to, I ordered some podcast equipment and a nice mic, and then uh, using GarageBand here. Not giving, I mean, not promoting any of this stuff. It's just I had to do a learning curve on learning how to use it all. And um, anyway, I had a little trouble getting it all going, but we got her now, baby, and we are recording, and we're going to keep these shows going. We're going to get back to before we had three shows a week. I'd have the uh, Monday Spotlight Show where we have a special guest on. And they would share what they're doing to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And then Wednesday, the Wednesday Wisdom Show. And then the Friday, the Feel Good Friday, kind of a quick hitter to send you on your way into the weekend with uh, that inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to, to you know, uh, become bullyproof in your own mind. And then show that by how you treat others, how you treat yourself in order to live your best kick in life. So... Little shout out, of course, if you're in the Edwardsville, Illinois area, check out Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. We're still there. We're still rocking, helping in, uh, parents and empowering students to believe in themselves. 
Uh, that's pretty much our theme, overcome their fears, battle through their challenges, stand up to any bully they face. You know, we build each student up by teaching them to persevere and earn respect by earning, earn, 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 earning every rank and every advancement. Our core values are honor, integrity, discipline, respect, and we teach those in every single class. All of our instructors are homegrown. They train with me for a minimum of 10 years in order to be an instructor. So check things out, grogansmartialarts.com. Uh, website or that's the website and of course go to our Facebook page groganmartialarts.com and check it out all right well what a great show good stuff well thank you as always for um, tuning in for being a part of the, the Grogan's bullyproof and kicking life tribe uh, tell your friends about it subscribe share this message with others why because inevitably the more people that are able to hear these messages the more people that are empowered to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears, battle through the challenges, think for themselves, to stand up for what is right, to not argue with <laughs> with fools, right? Yeah, the happier and healthier and safer we're going to be. And, of course, that's going to trickle over in society, right? Of course it is. All right, so I always like our affirmations at the end. So can I say these with me before I let you go? I believe in myself. I am a one and only original gift from God. I am awesome. I am bullyproof. And I'm living my best kick in life. All right, everyone. Thank you so very much for your time and listening. I'm grateful. And from the bottom of my heart, I truly hope this message helps empower you to take on the world, overcome your fears, and battle through your challenges, to be who you were born to be. Tongue tied there. To utilize. Tough word for me. And as you know, I, I don't edit any of this stuff out. It's me being me, baby. Genuine, real, transparent. So anyway, utilize. You're easy for me to say. Utilize your God-given talents to be who you're born to be. All right, folks. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof. And you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle to your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. This podcast was a presentation of LightUpMedia.fm.